Chapter 9, Chapter 9, Chapter 9, Chapter 9, Chapter 9, Chapter 9, Chapter 9. Hi, Memphis. Hi, Liz. We have not done a sponsorship. No. Who is this episode sponsored by, Memphis? I don't know. I was throwing the ball in your court. I was hoping you had something to say. Oh. Uh, so, of course, I sprung it on you. Yeah. Because that's how you would have something to say. This episode brought to you by boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You you didn't give me any. I, I usually think of these ahead of time. You do? Yeah. Like 10 seconds ahead of time. Well, now you've had 10 seconds since we've started. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't want to. You put me on the spot. You can't rush brilliance. This episode brought to you by Rudy Giuliani, the best lawyer in New York. Is he still, is he still barred? Have they just barred him He's yet? He's still a lawyer. Is he still a lawyer? So. Oh, that's such a shame. Uh, what has Rudy done recently? I think it holds up the standards of the legal profession. So this should give you an idea of how far in advance we record. I just saw the Stephen Colbert interview with the lovely Ukrainian actress. I think she's Ukrainian. Who played Borat's daughter, the one that Rudy Giuliani definitely was trying to do the hanky-panky with. So that's all I'm thinking of with Giuliani is that picture of Giuliani with his hands down his pants in front of a woman who is pretending to be 15. Rudolph Giuliani. Uh, I've He's the Giuliani. I've lost all joy and I'm sorry for bringing him up, but I've lost all joy and happiness and hope just talking about this man and thinking about his existence in the world. He's the Giulianiest. So chapter nine. He's something. He yeah. is something. We started strong and here we are. <laughs> Talking about Rudolph Giuliani with his hand down his pants. Oh. <laughs> Remember that picture of him where his head was melting? Because You mean every picture of him? No, no. The one where he had clearly tried to use washable ink to darken his sideburns because he thought he was going gray. I mean, he's already bald, but he thought that the gray sideburns were the things that were really making him look old. So he used like ballpoint pen ink in his sideburns and then he began to sweat and he just had ink dripping down his face. I have no idea what you're talking this is a thing that happened why can't he go to a place and just get it done properly it wouldn't even cost that much he's the giulianiest chapter nine he is (laughs) chapter nine chapter nine chapter nine i did that already personally i suggest you keep your lips sealed and let me do the talking lorraine growls as we walk toward matt's office (laughs) she still hasn't forgiven me for asking about my missed paychecks and she's convinced i'm trying to sabotage her perhaps i mean you were i mean yeah you you were like you were trying to do that that was actively like that was your stated intent but you had every right to but don't pretend like you weren't trying to do it on purpose just own up to it, because they keep having to say that, like, oh, Michaela's so nice. Just own the fact that you're a bitch. Perhaps the greatest Sorry. thing about this new employment with Conover and Crown is that Lorraine is no longer the boss of me. I mean, sure, she has supervisory authority over me on some of so the cases. So she's the boss of you. But Matt <laughs> is my boss, and she can no longer threaten to fire me every other day. Dude, why did you still work for her? It makes me want yeah, to Yeah, you just... weren't even being paid. It makes me... You can't even say I'm making a living because you weren't. <laughs> you... 
it makes me want to just stop in my tracks, put my thumbs in my ears, stick my tongue out while waggling my fingers at her and say, neener, neener, what? neener. What? 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 It's one of, neener, neener, neener. It's one of these. No, I, I, you don't have to do, no, I, my question is not. I didn't understand the words she was writing. My question is, why were those words there? The world may never know. Childish, I know. Which is why that particular fantasy will just reside in my head. Along That's your fantasy? <clears throat> Have a grown-up fantasy of punching her in the face. Along with all my hot fantasies of my night with my boss, oh my number 134. Matt quickly waves us into his office and motions us over to a large work table that takes up one corner of his office. She uses the word office twice in that sentence and that threw me off. We take a seat and wait for him to finish a phone call. I busy myself flipping through a few files, but when I take a peek up every now and then, I catch Lorraine staring hungrily at Matt. Oh my god, can neither of these women just be good attorneys? We get it, he's hot, but you're in yes, New York. Yes, he's hot, we've established. There are other hot men that aren't your boss. There are other hot lawyers that are not your boss. Oh, oh, I wish I could tell her about my night with him and mock her Ugh. with my neener, neener, neener oh move. My, oh my god, <laughs> that no, would knock. Why? That would knock the lustful gaze right off her face. Oh my god, I hate her. I hate her so <laughs> much. I hate her for so many reasons. Oh. I, I do not have words. Oh well, when Matt hangs up and... Ah! <laughs> it's out. It's out of my... When Matt... I also did not have words. I just had... I don't know what you'd call that. Groans of despair. Ennui. Wails, Yeah. When Matt hangs up and stands up from his desk, Lorraine's head snaps down to a file in front of her, and she hastily opens it up. I mentally roll my eyes over her pathetic attempt oh to cover up the fact that she was checking him out. Matt seems oblivious, she though. she just not be good at her job? Why is she such a skank? Everyone is a skank. Everyone in this book is a skank. Michaela's a skank. I know, but Macy's but it a skank. Me that... Matt's a skank. Lorraine's a skank. I know. I don't like in the secretary's these books. a snake. A, a snake. The secretary's a skank. She's probably a snake too. But this is the problem I find with women. These books are written by women, and they're marketed towards women. And it's just where the female protagonist goes around and every woman around her is a horrible human being and she's just prettier and better and so much not like the other bitches. Yeah. I hate it. Thanks, I hate it. You shouldn't make your main character, just some writing advice, I don't know. You shouldn't make your main character look good by making every single other character just awful. Just the worst. Yeah. Anyway. She's not said one good thing. The first thing she says about Lorraine is that she's a bulldog of a partner. And I'm imagining a ruthless, cold-hearted, but competent, strong, intelligent attorney. Yeah. Who's like slicing up opponents left and right. And she's just this stupid, sloppy, incompetent, dumb, hideous, but doesn't know it. <laughs> Nothing about her. 
Well, she makes fun of her looks all the time. I know. I she know. makes fun of her look. She uh. makes fun of the way that she lustily stares at Matt, even as Michaela is lustily yeah. staring at Matt. Yeah. And the only thing that she has over this woman is, haha, I fucked the boss and you didn't. <laughs> Congrats. Yay. Well, Matt seems... If a- she gets promoted on the basis of this, I'm going to be very upset. Oh, that's definitely This happened happen. in, uh, what was the other one? Fifty Shades of Grey. She just fucks the boss and gets promoted. I mean, yeah. All right, yay. Matt seems oblivious, though, as he walks over and takes a seat between the two of us. Okay. (laughs) I can't do your Matt voice. Okay. So I want you to- Okay. Okay. So I'm just imagining him as Barney now. (laughs) That would be a porno I would actually really read and enjoy. I love you. (laughs) Okay. So I want you to go through your entire case list, figure out if you're comfortable handling them on your own or if you need help, and sort of set a review schedule so I can stay in the loop with things. I nod at Matt in understanding, but Lorraine just can't help herself. She does that little maneuver where she reaches out to touch his arm, and she says, I have a good handle on my cases, Matt. I don't think you need to waste your time with them. I mean, I've been practicing for 12 years now. Thanks, I hate it. Nope. I can't help the smug satisfaction I get when he pulls his arm away from her touch. I could have told her that Matt is definitely all business when he's inside this building. It's equally as satisfying when Lorraine's face goes red when he says, I appreciate that, Lorraine, but I have my fingers in all the cases in this firm. I like to know it's... That's not all he has his fingers in. Um, (laughs) Right. That was low-hanging fruit. (laughs) I'm sorry. I like to know what's going on and ensure the cases are being worked well. And while you'll be reporting to Bill, I want to use today for me to get familiar with what you have. With that, Matt starts having Lorraine go through- I really hate that the only joy this woman gets is from seeing Another woman fail. and boss. Yeah, it's very upsetting. And if every single one of my interactions with other women at my office went like that, I would seriously come away questioning if I were a good person. <laughs> I mean, you're not a good person, but neither is Michaela. No, I'm not. One, I have the self-awareness to know that. And two, I have the self-awareness to stand by the sisterhood no matter what. Anyway. With that, Matt starts having Lorraine go through each case where she gives him a summary. He gives a few recommendations if necessary, and then they move on to the next case. Lorraine's mouth is set into a grim line by the time they're finished, although she does get a tiny bit cheerful when he points out the cases that I'm to work on underneath her. It's apparently a happy day for her that she'll still have a little control over me. And see, the only thing that makes this woman happy is ogling this man and tormenting this woman. (sighs) Lorraine, You can go ahead and get back to work while I talk to Michaela about her brain injury case. (laughs) (laughs) Lorraine opens her mouth to say something, but she can tell by the look on Matt's face that her time in his presence today is at an end. She grabs her files and leaves. (laughs) 
I hate the way she writes about Matt. I hate the way she <laughs> writes about everybody. His her time and his presence is over. Oh my god, respect yourself, woman. Matt pinches the bridge of his nose with a sigh. Is she always like that? Yeah, I say with a heavy heart. What a weird sentence. Well, <laughs> if you have any problems with her, just let me know. Not Oh my god, no. Not going to happen, I tell him assuredly. His eyebrows raise and his lips quirk at me. Excuse me? His lips quirk at it. His at her. lips quirk yeah. at her. What does that mean? I don't. This, I... His lips quirk at her. I'm just imagining them coming off his face and flying at her. What? I don't know. That's not what that word means. I know. How long was that deposition? Okay. It's been a long day and I'm very drunk. <laughs> Matt My lips are quirking at you. Can you see? <laughs> Matt oh okay, back to the book. Yeah. Matt opens his mouth to argue. I can just tell, but I stare at him with a look that says the subject isn't open for discussion. Nah. Isn't he like a litigation god that everyone's afraid? I mean, yeah, if you, you believe you came into his presence. If you believe his press materials. Okay. His mouth snaps shut, and he shrugs his shoulder. His mouth snaps shut, and he shrugs his shoulders. Suit yourself. <laughs> wow, do you think she did that just to fuck with people who were trying to read the book out loud? On a podcast? Probably. There's a... I, I'm not going to tell you that story. That's not for this podcast. He then proceeds to grill me about... See us in premature adjudication after dark to hear that story. It's about J.K. Rowling. I don't want to get into it. He then proceeds to grill me about my case. But I know it forward and backward. I should hope so. It's the only case you've been working on for six months. I can't tell if he's impressed or not when I tell him about how I proved the headlights were on. He merely grunts and nods his head. <laughs> <laughs> like a gorilla but i can't, but i imagine compliments don't come often from someone like matt is he one of those people that insults women in bars is he one of those pickup artists so i know we talked about this last time because we we discussed it a little bit yeah about this case the case that the client thinks the sun rises and sets on her face La larry larry is his name larry, larry. And his wife miranda yeah yes. the brain damage one the brain damage one Michaela's so brain damage. This case, case. That's the case that kept her at this law firm where she wasn't being paid. Oh yeah, and Lorraine Matt doesn't know. From. And that's the case that brought her to Conover and Crown. This one case that they think that they're not going to win. That's on contingency. That's what's keeping her here. That she's on a contingency case. And even if it no was, one thinks is going to win, it really confuses me that you have people like this guy who apparently hired her only because of this case, and he somehow doesn't know the details of the case. Yeah, and it's a contingency case, so it's not bringing in any money to the firm. I mean, they didn't even know that she wasn't being paid at her old job, so they clearly did no due diligence at all. They just wa it was just Matt. You know how in I mean, a lot of these insert fantasies of rich men, yeah. Where the rich man walks and says, oh, honey, do you want this law firm? I'll buy it for you. That's just what happened. That's how Lorraine was acquired on a whim. He just, because they were acquired suddenly and without warning 
on a Sunday morning. It isn't. He just walked by and was like, I want this. Isn't that literally what happens in entirely too many shades of monochromatic colors? Yes. I've not read the book, but I feel like. Oh my God, you're right. No, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. So I actually read the first book. Yeah. And he, he meets her at her job where she's a clerk at a hardware store. This is a long time ago, by the way, so don't come at me if this is not right. But this come, is how I remember. Come at her. He come her at her. To... Tell me if she's wrong. <laughs> Send it to our email. Prematureadjudicationpodcast at gmail.com. She's a, she's a clerk at a hardware store. He, he sees her. She doesn't go on a date with him. So he buys the entire chain of hardware stores. Like a national chain of hardware stores. Yeah, he just buys the entire thing and he does it in a day and a night. And the excuse in the book is that, well, he's a billionaire, but it doesn't matter how much fucking money you have. This transaction doesn't happen, one, without shareholders' approval, two, where you're buying it in cash for a date. No one would let you do this. And two, the paperwork would not be done in a day and a night. You can't just say I'm buying. This is a huge conglomerate. Get it done tomorrow morning. And he does. He buys it. And then he promotes her to like regional manager or something. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's even yeah. worse than and I it, thought. It's pretty heinous. Okay. So after he grunted at her, after I finished, <sighs> he says, you know, this case is a major uphill battle. Yeah. I sort of figured that out when seven other law firms turned it down. Then why did you take it? That is a good question, Mr. Conover. I hate to admit this, especially to a high-powered lawyer like Matt, but no sense in hiding it. I just really liked Miranda and Larry Jackson. I felt sorry for them. Oh my god. And they remind me of my parents. Strong, hardworking. They didn't deserve this, and their life has been ruined because of it. I know those are stupid reasons to take a case. Matt's. What? She's doing this out of the goodness of her heart at a corporate. Like, this is not a pro bono case. No, it's not. She's spending lots of money on this case. And this is the third or fourth time that Sawyer Bennett has described corporate attorneys as garbage and plaintiff's attorneys, like personal injury lawyers, as heroes of the downtrodden, which they are not. No, no, they are not. Those sleazebag lawyers with signs on the highway. That's what she's doing. Yeah. (laughs) Injured? Call Michaela Dawson, Conover and Crown. That's the scumbag lawyer she's... Also, if you'll remember that kind of advertising campaign came up in uh, Better Better Call Saul, and he got fired for it. You don't do this. Better Call Saul, actually a pretty good depiction of law firm culture. It is. I'm pretty sure that there is an attorney writing for that show. They have a whole episode where it's just him going through the ethics committee in a hearing. I would absolutely do a Better Call Saul podcast with you. Ooh, that'd be nice. But it would only be us going through going, yep, that's right. Yeah, that's 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 right. right. Yep, that's right. That's how that happens. Yeah, that's just what an ethics committee will look like. Not that you asked listeners, but I don't like legal TV shows or anything related to the law, except Better Call Saul. It's excellent. I don't want to watch people living my life on the media that I consume, (laughs) which is why we chose a legal-themed porno to read for you. Oh, God. Matt stares at me for a moment, his face unreadable. He'd make a great poker player, but I also remember him that night we were together and all of the emotions i read across his face desire passion lust he wasn't masking anything the same emotion 
No, those are not all the emotions. That's just one emotion. Finally, he says, those are stupid reasons to take a case. For you to even have a chance, you'll have to hire a really good accident reconstructionist, and you'll need to have an expert medical witness, plus a biomechanical engineer. The case will probably cost a good 50 grand to get it in the courtroom. A biomechanical you, engineer? An accident reconstructionist? I have no clue what he's talking about, and I am so far out of my league here. Isn't this the only thing you've been doing for six months? Yeah, literally the only thing. What have you been doing for six months? Research other cases like this. If it's a multi-million dollar case, research other multi-million dollar accidents. They're out there. You can find them. Use Bloomberg. It's not even billable to a client. It's fine. Case text is free. Case text you is free. You could even Google this. If, if it's a large enough case, Google it and it'll come up. There will be news articles about it. Hell, you can probably find experts actively advertising on Google be yeah. be because there are experts that do this for a living, like accident reconstruction. That's all he does. All he does is testify in court about accidents. My heart sinks because I doubt there's any way in hell that Matt will agree to front that type of money, what do you bet he does, on what is probably a loser case. Yet, I don't know what I'll do if he tries to make me get rid of it. I suppose I could leave and go out on my own. You wouldn't be able. I could get a loan or something to fund this case. What? No. Uh, no. No, no, no. I'm sorry. You're going to get a loan to fund this case? Wait, no. What's happening? Matt interrupts my thoughts. Those reasons may be stupid, but it doesn't mean they aren't the right reasons. Fuck, Matt. You're oh, so bad. Oh, oh. Sometimes you take- He's got a heart of gold, Yeah, Liz. he does. Sometimes you take stupid risks in this business just because you happen to really like the client. No, no, you don't. So we can keep the case? I ask, hope coursing through what? me. Matt can hear it in my voice, and he can't help but to smile fully at me. Yeah, I'll fund the case, but it's going to be a monster. You're going to need me to help you with it. Oh, Absolutely! God, I, I say with excitement, having to restrain myself from running around the room in a victory lap. I'm even betting now that I have this great capital G litigator, capital L, God, capital G, Matt Conover Ew. on this case. Ew. The insurance Ew. company will start quaking in their boots. I can't. That's not how insurance companies work. I can't wait to tell Larry and Miranda. <laughs> Although sadly, what? Larry will just forget. <laughs> oh my god, Sawyer! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Matt goes over a few more things that I need to do to get the ball rolling on the expert witnesses we'll need, and then he sends me packing so he can take another call. End chapter nine! <laughs> oh my what? god, Larry, no! That's so mean! <laughs> That's so mean! What is our comment about that? This is nothing. What can you say? <laughs> also, no, that's not how insurance companies work. Insurance companies are really big, and they don't decide whether or not to pay up 
here's here's my question. Actually, here's, a, I think, a very good question and something that we can put our legal minds to work on. Oh, God. You're going to make me think? Memphis, yes, I'm so this drunk. Is, this, is what, this is what the listeners are here for. Cutting legal analyses. All right, all right. What's bring, happening in this porno. Bring it on. Here we go. I'm ready. It's a, it's a personal injury suit. Yeah. The dump truck driver says he turned and signaled or, or whatever it is. He crashed into the dump truck. Here's the hypo. Okay. Larry slams into him in the car crash. He becomes crippled or he, he, dump, he becomes Dump truck turns damaged. left without a turn signal. Larry may or may not have been speeding. Larry hits dump truck. And it's a personal injury suit, which means they should be suing the dump truck, either the driver or respondeat superior, the company, the company he was working yeah. for, or more likely both. You, you sue both. Well, yeah. But the company's going to be the one to pay up. Because the dump truck driver insurance... is is what we call judgment proof. He doesn't have any money, so you're never going to get. You're money. never gonna. He'll never pay so you. E- even if you win a judgment of five million dollars, what is he gonna do? So you normally tack on these things with the employer. Respondeat superior. Let the master answer. Very good. What does the insurance company have to do with this? Are they also being sued? You normally <clears throat> don't involve them. You involve them separately. Are they third party to this? Okay. Whose insurance company? It, His insurance company it, it, or their insurance company? It has been a long time since I've done insurance law. But could it be the dump truck company's corporate business insurance? As in Larry says they hurt him for X zillion dollars and they're at fault. Is the insurance company the one litigating it? Saying, no, it's your fault. So our client... No. So, so... The insurance company can be the ones... So what insurance companies will do is that they will take... They will defend cases sometimes. So if the company, the dump truck company's insurance company is involved... Yeah. They're not named separately. They are defending on behalf of their insurance policyholder. But she could still say that it's the insurance company defending i think that must be what's going on but they're not named they're not on the lawsuit you're you cannot sue their insurance company you don't have a contract with their insurance company you only have a contract with your own insurance company well yeah but she sued the dump truck people the dump truck people said our insurance company is representing us and then they go home and then you're only dealing with in Sherco, and all of your emails go to Bob Ross at insureco.com. So maybe she's just doing Bob Ross. I don't know. Maybe he was he a lawyer in another life. Man. He was he was a he was an insurance lawyer in a previous life or in a future life. That's what he's doing now. He faked his death and became a <laughs> became an insurance attorney. I don't know if any of this is actually interesting. No, it's interesting to me. And I know. Maybe a little bit you. Anyway. We'll just cut it. Yeah. So, end, uh, end chapter nine. Bye. End chapter nine. that was something a real a zinger of a of an episode oh god lorraine she was so bad and matt he was so sexy 
And like Larry was Michaela? so forgetful. Brain damaged. <laughs> And if you would like to quickly send us your thoughts before you forget them in 15 minutes, you can send them to premature adjudication podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.